Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So so if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any child subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It has been 900 days since the January 6th pipe bombs were planted. And the FBI still refuses to provide information. Why is Director Ray, after 900 days, stonewalling basic questions about the individual who may have found the pipe bombs in front of the Democratic National Committee. This comes as the Secret Service says they've wrapped up their investigation into the cocaine found at the White House. And guess what happened? 
They are never going to know. They have not found anybody connected with the cocaine. So the most secure building in America with more cameras than I've ever seen before with the Secret Service and everyone else there. You can't tell me right next to the White House or right next to the Oval Office inside of the White House who found cocaine. Apparently you can't. You cannot find it. Is that disgusting? You better believe it's disgusting. It is infuriating. And it's exactly what I would expect when there is a cover-up. I have no doubt that they could figure it out if they wanted to. And if this was some other substance that would have put people's lives at risk, if it was anthrax or something else, I promise you they wouldn't come out today and be like, yeah, well, couldn't figure it out. Too hard to figure out. Just something we can't figure out. There is no way in hell that this would be the narrative. There is no way that they would come out and say that they couldn't find the person if it was a substance that would have been putting people's lives at risk. But since it's cocaine, and it's probably someone's cocaine that they want to protect, or they don't want to have to resign from the White House or be fired from the White House staff, they're now just saying, yep, couldn't figure it out, case closed. Now, I want you to remember the part about the cocaine as I tell you the other part of this story. Now, this other part of the story is about the pipe bombs. A lot of people forgot that on January the 6th, there were pipe bombs that were found in Washington, D.C. These pipe bombs that were found, there are people that have a lot of questions about them. And it's been 900 days. Why can't we get answers to those basic questions? Chairman Jim Jordan opened his remarks yesterday by listing out a number of allegations and quoting findings from a recent and sweeping federal court opinion out of Louisiana that found substantial evidence, quote-unquote, of government censorship, including by the FBI. Here's what's truly unbelievable, he said. Here's what's amazing. The Justice Department and the FBI want the taxpayers they censored, the parents they labeled, the Catholics they called radicals. They want them to pay for a new FBI headquarters. And they want FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act reauthorization, of the 702 form in its current form. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, he went on to say. We know the FISA court was abused to spy on the Trump campaign and people around Donald Trump. Jordan went on to reiterate his plans to push this year for significant reforms to the FISA provisions, which grant the FBI warrantless surveillance authority and limit the Department of Justice funding through Congress's upcoming appropriations process. Ranking member, Democrat in New York, Jerry Nadler, and other Democrats during the hearing repeatedly traced the GOP concerns back to former President Donald Trump, the top 2024 GOP candidate, and the multitude of legal charges Trump is facing, including alleged Espionage Act violations. Nadler then accused Republicans of having ulterior motives to protect Trump and to return him to the White House in the next election. Jordan then at one point appealed to Democrats by noting that in addition to broad findings of FISA a court abuse, a court found the FBI had misused the FISA authority in 2020 against protesters of the left-wing group Black Lives Matter. So if you were protesting Black Lives Matter, they were abusing their power and spying on you. Representative Thomas Massey, a Republican from Kentucky, showed new surveillance footage related to pipe bombs that the FBI says were found outside the Republican and the Democratic National Committees on the day of January 6th Capitol riot. 
Massey then went on to say the video indicated the bombs, which never detonated, were intended to cause the, quote, maximum distraction for law enforcement during the riots. It's been 900 days. I want you to hear his questioning of the FBI Director Ray and just how out of control the deep state has gotten. Uh, Director Ray, in light of information provided to us about the FBI's investigation of the January 6th pipe bombs, in an interview with Assistant Director Stephen Duantuano, Chairman Jordan and I sent you a letter a month ago. Some of the information that we found in that interview was that phone data that could have helped to identify the pipe bomber was corrupted, was unusable. Uh, he also wasn't sure who found or how the second bomb was found at the DNC. Do you know how the second bomb was found at the DNC? And, and when do you plan on answering our letter? Well, as to the letter, I, I will uh, work with the department to make sure we can figure out what information we can provide. As you know, this is a very active, ongoing investigation, and there are some restrictions on that. But we yes, will we can handle classified information, it's, and we fund your department, and so you need to provide that. I, it's not respectfully. It's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies partly That's because- That's not our policy though, and we fund you. So let's move on. I could do you know how the second pipe bomb- do you, Can you tell us how the second pipe bomb was found at the DNC? I, again, I'm not gonna get into that here. 900 days ago is when this happened. And you said you had total confidence we'd apprehend the subject. We've found video that looks like somebody, a passerby, miraculously found this pipe bomb at the DNC and then notified the police. Miraculously, I say, because it was specifically the same, the precise time to cause the maximum distraction from the events going on at the Capitol. Can you show this video that we have, please? I'd like to know if the director has seen this. Now, the video that he's showing... This is somebody with a, with a mask on, wearing a hat. They're walking in front of the DNC, which is out of the view on the right-hand side. You'll see him come into view. He goes to one police car. He goes to another police car. He's holding a backpack. He's got a mask on. He's talking to the police. And within a minute, they start scrambling. You'll see the camera turn to the pipe bomb, the location of the pipe bomb. By the way, that's a, I believe the Metro police are now getting out of their car, and that's... Uh, Vice President-elect's detail in the black SUV, I believe, parked about 30 feet from the pipe bomb, eating lunch. Okay, now we go over to the location of the pipe bomb. The cameras are scrambling. It, it appears to me that that's not a coincidence, that the person with the backpack who walked by that bench and then went up to the police uh, and the detail didn't... It, didn't do that accidentally. They had a purpose in mind and that what transpired after that was the result of information that person gave to them. If that person found the pipe bomb, would they be a suspect? Well, again, I don't want to speculate about specific individuals. I will tell you that we have done thousands of interviews, uh, reviewed something like 40,000 video files, of which this is uh, one. Assessed uh, 500 something tips. Have you interviewed that the person? Devices. We we have conducted all logical investigative steps and interviewed all logical individuals at this. Then point. you need it's 900 days. You need to tell us what you found because we're finding stuff you haven't released into the public. And, well, and 
We're finding stuff that you haven't released into the public. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. Okay. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Now, you listened to the questioning of Christopher Ray about the pipe bomb. It's been 900 days. He didn't have answers. Actually, he does have answers. He's refusing to answer the questions and have transparency in government. And this is exactly why Republicans were grilling Director Ray because it's obvious that there are major civil liberty violations by the United States government against its people. 
This hearing, by the way, which typically occurs annually as part of a congressional oversight, marked the first time Ray has testified since the House Republicans took over. It allowed them to publicly confront the FBI director with their contentions that the, bu- that the Bureau has unfairly targeted conservatives. The chairman, Jim Jordan, opened his remarks by listing out a number of allegations and quoting findings from a recent and sweeping federal court opinion that says you guys are attacking us, right? You're attacking us on social media. You've been reprimanded for that. You have labeled parents domestic terrorists and they showed up at school board meetings. You have labeled us as domestic terrorists. Let's not overlook that. You won't answer questions and you've covered up crimes by the Biden crime family. Whistleblowers are coming out against that. You claim that you gave people the tools they needed to find out what happened with the Biden crime family and you won't actually use those tools. You've shut them down. You also have charged other people with FARA violations that were working with the Bidens, yet you haven't charged the Bidens who made even more money doing the same damn thing with FARA violations. There's a problem with that. You go through this list. It is a significant list. It is a a, a list that is extremely long of problems with the deep state. And this is why this next election is going to be so important. It's also the reason why they're doing everything they can to take out Donald Trump again, this time legally. They're coming after him, charging him with crimes, and trying to make it where he cannot win the presidency. Because they know that if he comes in, he is going to have a mandate. They know if he comes in, there is no way to stop him from doing what he wants to do to get rid of the deep state because the people that would vote for him are giving him that mandate saying, go to Washington and clean house. That's why they're so afraid. You look at Director Ray, and it's obvious that Director Ray is using his power to protect the people that put him in power. He's using his power to make sure that they do that, that that he doesn't lose his job because if if Donald Trump gets elected, he's gone. We know this, right? I mean, look at the latest on Hunter Biden, for example. Hunter Biden on the CEFE Chinese Communist Energy Company. We don't want to have to register as foreign agents. He said this. Hunter Biden said in May 2017 in a text exchange with a whistleblower, Tony Bobolinsky, that he did not want to register as a foreign agent on behalf of CEFE, China Energy Company, a company that has direct ties with the Chinese Communist Party. We know that in May 2017, Hunter Biden knew he should be registering as a foreign agent, but he sent a text message to Tony Bobolinsky that has been confirmed. We've seen it now saying, I don't want to register as a foreign agent. Tony Bobolinsky is the whistleblower who divulged the infamous message about a stake of the 10% being held for the big guy. He met with the FBI. After he met with the FBI, guess what happened? Not a damn thing. They shut down the investigation because they knew what had already happened. They had the evidence. They had the suspicious activity reports. They knew the money had changed hands. They knew that all of this had gone down and they looked the other way and Director Ray knows it. Let me also remind you that two months before he texted Tony Bobolinsky saying, I don't want to register as a foreign agent. CEFE had paid Hunter Biden a legal retainer for a million dollars and another $3.8 million in consulting fees. You are consulting, you are working, you are representing a communist energy company and you're trying to influence American foreign policy. 
That's why you register as a foreign agent. Quote, no matter what it will need to be, no matter what, it will need to be a U.S. company at some level in order for us to make bids on federal and state funded projects. Hunter texted about a CEFE deal with Tony Bobolinsky. Also, we don't have to register as foreign agents under the FCPA, which is much more expansive than people who should know choose not to know. Whatever the hell that means. In other words, trust me about this. Don't bring it up. I've got us covered. We are foreign agents. We just get to play by a different set of rules. James Biden, by the way, the president's brother, has very particular opinions about this. So I would ask him about the foreign entity. Regardless, we should have a DE come called CEFE America. And ownership should be 50 for me and 50 for them. We then cut up our 50 in a separate entity between the four of us. Create that company, call it BWGB or whatever. It's just a pass through. So this is money laundering. He's talking about laundering money. It's just a pass through to our own individual pass throughs. These are the actual words of Hunter Biden on behalf of James Biden, the Biden crime family. He then goes on. However, until they find it, can be used to fund our expenses collectively with an agreement. It is paid out first money when they fund, quote-unquote. So it appears that Hunter Biden referred to the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, known as the FCPA, as well as the Foreign Agents Registration Act. In other words, they knew what they were doing. They knew how to get around it. They knew they were playing by a different set of rules. Tony Bobulinski responded to Hunter by uh, requesting where and what time a dinner would be held with President Joe Biden and Hunter's uncle, James Biden, the president's brother. He says, meeting, please let me know if we will do early dinner with your uncle and dad and where. Also, for document translation, do you want it in simple Chinese or traditional, he asked. Quote, From Hunter Biden, not sure on dinner yet. And whatever is the most common for a Chinese legal document? Hunter Biden responded. A few hours later, Hunter Biden texted, Dad, not in now until 11. Let me me and Jim meet at 10 at Beverly Hilton where he's staying. Before the text exchange, Hunter Biden signed an agreement to provide legal services to CEFE's Patrick Ho, an executive who worked closely with the alleged whistleblower Gal Luft whom U.S. authorities indicted on Monday for failing to register as a foreign agent of CEFE, among other violations. And let me also be clear about this. This guy that was indicted, Gal Luft, I don't believe he's a good guy. I believe he's a corrupt guy. But you're, And everyone that was doing business with the Bidens clearly were, were shady and corrupt businessmen that we know about so far. Gal Luft probably understood that he had protections, and now he's been hung out to dry. When he does this video that he did telling all of us about the Biden crimes, I, I, I actually believe him. I believe him because he probably knew that this was the last ditch effort to save himself. He's shady. The Bidens were shady. They were doing shady business deals. But he's like, I'm not going down if they're not going down. Now, lastly on this, in 2017, U.S. authorities indicted Ho for attempting to bribe African officials on behalf of CEFE. Hunter Biden referred to Ho as the effing spy chief of China in audio recordings that we now have. Suspicious activity reports from banks obtained by the House Republicans show that Hunter Biden's business partner, Rob Walker, received a $3 million wire transfer 
from CEFE in 2017, and in turn, four Biden family members, Hunter Biden, James Biden, Hallie Biden, and an unidentified Biden, Biden received a collective $1.3 million cut. In addition to that, the Biden family business received a total of $5.1 million through multiple shell companies, multiple accounts within days of Hunter Biden's recently unearthed WhatsApp message to CEFE. In that first text, Hunter Biden five times invoked his father demanding to be paid because President Joe Biden was sitting next to him. That now famous message, I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. The screen capture shows. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. A few days later, Hunter Biden asked a second CEFE business associate, Kevin Dong, for $10 million in another WhatsApp text, noting the Biden family is best at doing exactly what the chairman wants. Very simple, Hunter wrote, $10 million per annual budget to use to further the interests of you. This move is $5 million is completely new to me and not acceptable, obviously. When apparently they tried to backtrack saying, no, 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 it's not going to be $10 million you're going to get. You're going to get $5 million. And Hunter Biden said no. He then went on to say this. I think this is about money. It's not, Hunter added. The Bidens are best, I know, at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. So let's not quibble over peanuts, referring to $5 million as peanuts. So to be clear, the FBI can't figure out this money laundering scheme. Of course they can. They knew all about it before we even knew about it. They knew crimes were being committed before we even heard about it. They knew the laptop was real before we even knew the laptop existed. And what did they do every time they had a chance? Every time they had a chance, they covered it up. And that's exactly why Director Ray is taking fire at this Congress. As many of you know, I do a podcast with Senator Ted Cruz. If you don't listen, listen. Verdict with Ted Cruz, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, And I asked him about Christopher Wray and his testimony. And I want you to hear part of it from our conversation. Listen. I want to also move on to another big issue that we teased earlier. And that was the Christopher Wray testifying before Congress. There's been a lot of fallout from this. You've seen a lot of the clips. And before we get into some of those, Senator Give me your overall take on Christopher Ray. Uh, did he stabilize the ship, or did it actually make things worse uh, for his standing and and the defense or, or lack thereof, I would say, of some of the decisions they've made? On a scale of 1 to 10, what grade would you have given him before Congress? Well, let me focus less on his grade before Congress, and let me focus more on his grade in the job. And, and, and in terms of the job, I'd give him an F-. minus. Uh, because he has utterly failed to correct the rabid partisanship and the deep politicization of the FBI. He has been at the helm when the FBI has behaved like the DNC's political stormtroopers, and it's done enormous damage. And he's also been at the helm when the FBI stonewalled, which they have done to Congress over and over and over again. Jim Jordan talked about some of that stonewalling when he was kind of laying out just how much the FBI has fallen under his direction. And here's part of the reminder, the American people, about what's happened with the politicalization of the FBI and the DOJ. Americans have seen the FBI's Richmond field office put together a memorandum saying pro-life Catholics are extremists. 
They've seen 20 FBI agents, SWAT team members, show up at the home of Mark Halk and arrest him in front of his wife and seven children, even though he had indicated he'd be happy to turn himself in. And what was he arrested for? Him and his 12-year-old son were praying outside an abortion facility. Some guy starts screaming in his son's face, and he, and he did what, what, frankly, any dad would do, defended his child. What's interesting is the National School Board Association apologized for the letter, but the Attorney General refuses to rescind his directive. The FBI did rescind, thank goodness, the Richmond Catholic Memorandum, but they refused to tell Congress who wrote it and who approved it. And Mr. Halk, Mr. Halk, when he got his day in court, he was acquitted by a jury of his peers. American speech is censored, parents are called terrorists, Catholics are called radicals, and I haven't even talked about the spying that took place of a presidential campaign or the raiding of a former president's home. You listen to that list. It is stunning to think that this is happening in the United States of America. It is, and, and as you know, the entirety of that list is, is laid out in detail in my most recent book, in the book Justice Corrupted, how the left has weaponized the legal system. Uh, the book starts with the sexual assault in Loudoun County, Virginia, of the teenage girl by a boy dressed in a skirt in the girl's bathroom, and the school board covering it up, lying about it, and ultimately uh, having the father of the girl arrested because he dared speak up for his daughter. And, and that incident was one of the incidents, incidents that prompted the letter from the National Association of School Boards to President Biden that resulted in Merrick Garland five days later issuing a memo, a directive to the FBI to go after parents, to target them, essentially to treat them as domestic terrorists if they dare speak up at school board uh, meetings. That memo was disgraceful. It's a perfect example of weaponization. And what has happened is, is and like the Mark Houck example is another one I discuss at great length. Mark Houck, it is a disparate standard of justice to send more than a dozen agents with machine guns drawn at the crack of dawn to arrest someone at their home in front of their crying children. But this administration, if you are pro-life, if you dare speak up in defense of life, you have to worry about the stormtroopers showing up at your front door. And, and by the way, when they tried Mr. Houck, the jury threw the case out within minutes. They thought the case was ridiculous, that he was defending his 12-year-old son, and, and, and he was charged with basically pushing a guy who was screaming at his son. Uh, and, and that merited sending in the stormtroopers. It is an absolute double standard, and I have to say the FBI has been willing to be complicit in this. And then after it happens, the FBI engages in stonewalling, what you don't see Chris Ray doing. Let's take the memo from the Richmond field office targeting Catholics and, and laying out a strategy of let's send undercover agents into Catholic churches to spy on churches, and, and let's see if we can recruit the clergy to spy on the members of the parish. It's absolutely shameful and disgraceful. And as Jim Jordan noted, the FBI rescinded it. When it became public, they realized it was indefensible. But we don't know who wrote it. We don't know who approved it. We don't know who thought it was a good idea 
to target Catholics. And, and the problem with Chris Ray is anytime he's given a choice between defending the rabidly partisan left-wing extremists who are in the senior career leadership at the FBI or standing with the American people, he chooses the partisans who are corrupting the FBI. You mentioned one thing, and I, I want to I want to clarify on this point because I think for many Americans, they hear the defense from Ray. Well, we rescinded it. If they wouldn't have been caught in public, and this wouldn't yep. have been made public, the memo, yep. I think it would probably still be going on today. And there's a very good chance there would they would have found people to spy on their own parishioners. And you know what they are doing? They're still going after parents who speak up at school boards. There are multiple parents across the country who went to express their free speech rights. And to be clear, nobody has a right to engage in violence. If you threaten someone with violence, if you engage in violence, you should be prosecuted. But everyone has a right to peaceful speech. And multiple parents who go to a school board and speak up because they're upset about some policy at the school board, whether it was COVID policies or vaccine mandates, or whether it was teaching critical race theory, or whether, as it was in Loudoun County, turning a blind eye to sexual assaults against the children in their care. Multiple parents have had the G-men show up at their door to intimidate them and interview them just because they exercised their First Amendment rights, and they're doing that even after they got caught. That's how brazen it is. It's also uh, not just that one issue that you described, but there's also the other issue of why are you not looking into the crimes that have been uh, potentially committed by the Bidens? Uh, Matt Gates called him out for that, Christopher Ray, and here's what he said. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no Hold interest on. in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. When he says it's deeply revealing, it's deeply revealing about how much he's willing to protect people that screw up and make big mistakes, right? I mean, I mean that's part of this here is if you talk to people in law enforcement, especially people that are in investigative positions, they tell you that finding what we just found there, seeing what we that that they what they've seen is that moment where you go, this is why I signed up for this, Senator, because now I'm going to deal with this corruption and get rid of it. And instead, it seems like they say every time they find the corruption, they help them cover it up. No, that's exactly right. And and look, this is in a context where we now know that that a confidential informant approached the FBI with evidence that Joe Biden, as vice president, had personally received a five million dollar bribe from a foreign national. And the FBI 
covered up, refused to acknowledge the, the form they prepared with that complaint, refused to describe any investigation they engaged in it. We subsequently learned that there were allegedly 17 vo voice recordings of conversations between that Ukrainian oligarch and 15 of them with Hunter Biden, two of them with Joe Biden. As you know, as we've talked about on this podcast, I questioned the deputy director of the FBI, Chris Ray's deputy, uh, and asked him, will you hand over the FBI form detailing the allegations from the confidential informant? He refused to do so. I said, will you confirm the existence of the 17 voice recordings? He refused to do so. I asked him, does the FBI have possession of the 17 voice recordings? He refused to answer. I asked him, will the FBI give those 17 voice recordings to the Senate Judiciary Committee? He refused to commit to doing so. And, and, and there is just a brazen defiance. There's an attitude at the FBI. We don't work for you. We don't work for anybody. We do what we want, and we answer to nobody. And, and the deputy director, when I was questioning him, had, had just this contempt. How dare you ask me those questions? I decide what to investigate, and nobody gets to second-guess it. And, and it's a contempt. It, it's not ultimately a contempt for me or, or, or for the Senate or for Congress. It's a contempt for the American people. Because when, when Congress engages in oversight, we're fulfilling our constitutional responsibility, and we're doing so. When I ask those questions, I am doing so on behalf of 30 million Texans. I'm doing so because I believe Texans would want me to ask those questions and get to the bottom of it. And I hear that from Texans frequently, that they are grateful that I engage in that oversight. But when the FBI has this sneering condescension I'm not going to answer that. And, and in the instance where Matt Gates was asking him about that, uh, that WhatsApp communication between Hunter Biden and, and the, the Chinese communist official, that is one of the most damning communications I've ever heard. Of course, it's a shakedown. It's not transparent. It, 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 it's not subtle. It is about as blatant a shakedown as possible. The only conceivable defense is either that, that, that the communication was false, although at this point Hunter and his lawyer have basically implicitly admitted that it's true, or that Hunter was lying, that, that Joe Biden was not sitting next to him, and, and, and that even though Hunter was threatening uh, the, the retribution from Joe Biden, that, 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 that he was not telling the truth. That is a possible defense for Joe Biden, although it's not a defense for Hunter. The FBI, and, and remember, by the way, you got to also look at this in the context of the two IRS whistleblowers that allege that in the entire course of this investigation, the Department of Justice politically infer interfered with the investigation and said, do not ask any questions about Joe Biden. Do not ask any questions about the big guy. Do not. They refused to allow GPS uh, GPS to be looked at to determine was Joe Biden sitting next to Hunter Biden when that communication was sent? They could confirm that. But but the allegation from from the the, the IRS whistleblowers are that that the DOJ didn't want to know if Joe Biden was sitting right next to Hunter Biden when he said, I'm sitting next to my father. And so in that context, Chris Ray's refusal to answer 
is stonewalling, and it's ultimately stonewalling the American people, which does an enormous disservice to the FBI and to the rule of law. Make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you can, please write us a five-star review. It helps us reach a significant number of people on the charts when you do that. Also, uh, hit that like, follow, or auto-download button. It is very important that you do that so you don't miss any of the episodes that we do. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.